Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no substitute. Hello dear listeners, welcome to Akhtang Mill, number one Mill podcast, blah 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 blah. My name is Nick Hart, um, you join me obviously in the wake of that diabolical 3 naught loss yesterday at home to Swansea City. Um, now I didn't get a chance to get over to the den yesterday, I count myself lucky for not making it um, for various reasons, for medial reasons, couldn't um, get across to go and watch the match yesterday. Uh, I watched it on on stream, um, and I must admit it is a depressing, depressing situation at the Den. Um, now we're going to go to some live coverage supplied to me by a friend of the show, Ben Anthony. Going to go to that very shortly. But first, of course, this show has a partnership with PunditGames.co.uk, the number one quiz show. And as ever, we try and lighten the mood a little bit by reading out a question. Uh, the answer at the end of the show before we uh, launch into the into the misery. Um, this is a question, and it was a World Cup question. I thought we'd try and raise our tone somewhat for you, dear listeners. This is one for a World Cup. This is um, one of football's most bizarre moments. It says Luis Suarez turned into Ico Casillas in the 2010 World Cup quarter final, literally saving Uruguay and taking the match to extra time penalties. This striker, known as El Loco took the decisive spot kick, scoring an audacious Panenka penalty. He played for a ludicrous 31 clubs in 11 different countries throughout his career. Uruguayan, a Uruguayan striker, um, playing alongside Edison Cavani, Diego Forlan, Luis Suarez, 2010 World Cup. I don't know the answer to this question. It's got to be honest with you, dear listeners, but the answer will come at the end of today's Misery Show, Misery Fest. This will be the first of two editions of Akhtang Mill. Today's edition will be followed by my reaction to the various, many various um, voicemails sent to me over the course of the weekend. But So anyway, back over now to Ben Anthony, who was at the den yesterday afternoon. Achtung, Mehlball. Hello everybody, Ben Anthony here. Recording for Acton Millwall, uh, stepping in for Nick Hart, who uh, can't be here at the den this afternoon. 
for the match against Swansea. Half decent turnout today. Um, the crowd getting behind the team, hopefully. So, uh, yeah, should be a good game. Not the best record over the last uh, five seasons. I've seen uh, Millwall only won two in the last ten games. Um, but this fixture last season uh, did result in a 2-1 win for the Lions. So, hopefully, uh, we can get a result again today. You start in line-up, Bart in the goal. And then uh, the usual back three of uh, Leonard, Cooper, Murray Wallace. Uh, Longman's on the left, Norton Cuffey on the right. You've got Denor and you've got Campbell in the middle, uh, just behind Fleming. And then you've got Nisbet and uh, Watmore up front. I'll check in, let you know how the game's getting on. Come you Lions. Well, listeners, it's looking like a penalty for Swansea. Uh, Cooper appeared to pull the shirt of uh, the striker and pull him to the ground. Uh, it didn't look like the referee was going to give it. I think the linesman has given the decision. So it is going to be a penalty for Swansea. We're, uh, we're just approaching the 22nd minute. And uh, yeah, uh, the first major chance of the game, really. Millwall have had the better of the game, probably. Not popular in the crowd. So there we go. Here we go. Let's hope for a save. Come on, Bart. And he scored. Bart went the wrong way. So it's 1-0 to Swansea. Probably against the run of play. Uh, I think it probably on balance is a fair decision. Half time at the Den. And it's uh, Millwall nil. Swansea 1. Uh... Swansea picked it up after their penalty. I think it was a penalty. As you can hear from the crowd, uh, that stalls the referee. I mean, we've not had the rubber to green. Uh, a series of 50-50 chances have gone against the Lions. Um, to the point that in about 44 minutes, I think, there was uh, finally a free kick given to Millwall on the halfway line. And that was the biggest uh, of ironic cheers that you'll hear from the Den. Um, yeah, it's... it's it's been a relatively even game, actually, I'd say. There's been a few chances either side. Um, Jamal Lowe is causing some real problems for our back line uh, running down their left. Uh, Leonard and Norton Cuffey have, have done enough. Uh, team seem to be teaming up against him and have done enough to, to keep him at bay generally. Um, I think they're playing quite well. I think Campbell's playing really well in the middle for us. Uh, in terms of Millwall chances, Nisbet has a has a, had a couple uh, chances to have a shot. Um, unfortunately, uh, he seems to have forgotten his boots today, so uh, his shots have ended up nearer the corner flag than they have the goal. So yeah, no, no, nothing major to talk about. Um, the only real chance of the game being the penalty. Like I say, it looked like a fair decision uh, given by the linesman. I think I don't think the referee could see it. It, it was a bit of a delay. So, yeah, we've got to hope for a bit better second half shooting towards our own fans and, um, yeah, come out with a, you know, a bit of belief. Uh, yeah, and hopefully we can get ourselves uh, back into this game and maybe turn it around for a win. Um, Bart's doing well in goal. Uh, an absolute cracking save about half an hour in uh, to stop them from going 2-0 up. Um, but, yeah, let's hope for better in the second half. Come on, you Lions. 
little bit of uh, Twitter commentary for you uh, during halftime here. Uh, Joe Chats is uh, saying it was a dreadful display all round from Millwall. Uh, laziness from Cooper. What more? Not staying on his feet. And Murray Wallace uh, seemingly operating on one leg. Uh, he asks a uh, valid question, I think. What, how bad must Wes Harding look in training not to get an appearance? Um, a few suggestions that Jamal Lowe is kind of dominating proceedings here, which is true. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, some criticism of Rowett going on. Um, some, you know... Th- th- Attempts at positivity, someone saying that uh, we, we played well up until their goal. Um, honest Millwall, uh, the goal killed us, uh, but it was a stupid one to give away. Played well up until that point. Campbell and Denor passing forwards. Uh, Watmore seems to have burnt himself out. He wants to get in Marku on the pitch. Yeah, uh, sounds like uh, Nisbet's getting more and more frustrated in the game. Uh, yeah, quite a few frustrated and irritated comments. Um, one from uh, Aktung Millwall, never heard of it. Um, says saying that this game is mediocre. Millwall seemed to be bereft of ideas. It was a stupid shirt tug from Cooper to give the penalty away, and they've looked comfortable since. And making a valid point that we've barely troubled the keeper uh, since. Um, Millwall TT says that the positives of the first half is that it ended, and that is uh, about it. Uh, and finally, spare a thought for Anthony Carroll, who has said that he spent an absolute fortune for his in-flight Wi-Fi and the international pass in order to watch uh, this game. He asked the question, why on earth do I do this? Um, I don't think, I think I've seen worse performances, but uh, there's not a lot to get hugely excited about yet. Anyway, I'll uh, check in if and when we score some goals in the second half. Two subs at half-time for you, listeners. Um, Looks like SA and Brian coming on. He's made a change. I think he's gone to a back four. Um, So Brian on for Longman at left-back. And then Norton Cuffey has taken off with Remain SA, but on uh, in kind of a right-winger's position. Looks like Leonard's going to play right-back. We've gone for a back four for the second half. It's just kicked off. As, uh, as Nick would say, uh, shooting towards the cold blow lane end in the second half as per the, uh, the old venerable beads uh, instruction. Trying to build up a bit of an attack. Nothing, were com- nothing sort of coming off quite yet, but early moments in the second half. Like I said, I'll check in if anything happens. Oh dear, everyone. It's uh, 2-0 to Swansea. On about 57 minutes. And it was sort of a bit of a... Uh, it wasn't a, a... It didn't look like a particularly great shot from the outside of the box. Um, and it should... It looked to me like it should have been a fairly easy save for Bart, but he somehow managed to miss it. It's gone in the back of the net. It looks like a goalkeeper error to me. Um, and yeah, now we've suddenly got an awful lot of work to do uh, to try and get anything out of this game uh, Millwall had been playing a bit better in the, in the second half, a couple of chances sort of certainly build up play um, a little bit of an improvement 
But yeah, um, a lot to do now. Bit of a break in play while a Swansea player receives treatment for what appears to be a gunshot. Um, we're approaching 67 minutes. It, it has been um, pretty much all Millwall attack for the last sort of five, ten minutes since uh, Swansea's um, second goal, really. And uh, there's, there's been one or two moments. I, I think SA should have been given a penalty, to be fair. He, it looked like he was fouled, and I think the, the referees missed that one. That's a, that's a pretty poor decision, in my opinion. And then what more, a couple of minutes later, uh, it was pretty much on the edge of the six-yard box, right in front of the goal. And uh, his shot just managed to hit the keeper, straight at the keeper. Uh, to be fair to Watmore, I think he's the only one that's busting the nuts to try and get hold of the ball. Um, he's putting the effort in. The others just don't look all that bothered. They look a bit frustrated or fed up or they just don't look into it at all. Um, the crowd are getting annoyed. Um, there was a couple of chances towards Gary Rowett a few minutes ago. So I think uh, I think he could desperately do with a goal. Um, and I think the players need a goal just to get a bit of momentum going. Anyway, uh, 68 minutes, play's just about to resume and uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, and the, uh, the exodus from the den has begun. 79 minutes, Swansea have gone 3-0 up. It's not been good. Um, Millwall just don't have anything up front. We've just got no real uh, ability in attack. And therefore, as soon as you go 1-0 down, we're, we're in trouble. Um, it, was, it was kind of... It was just an easy attack. There, there was no challenge for, for Swansea in that attack. And it was an easy, easy goal. Uh, and yeah, so now we're 3-0 down. Um, and yeah, there's, there's just no no ideas from the Millwall side. I think that's it. Game over. We look a little bit broken, um, and the fans look really fed up with it. Um, yeah, not been good. Now we're into the last of eight minutes added on. Oh, this shit. We're just hoping that the referee will blow up any moment. Put us all out of our misery. The ground's pretty empty, so it won't take long to get home. Absolutely uh, nothing offered in this second half, really. Uh, particularly since their second goal, I think. We've tried to get something but for about five minutes, and then it ended. Yeah, pretty terrible performance, pretty terrible all round. Having to watch more shit football over and over again. Anyway, that'll do. Finishes Mill nil, Swansea three, and another loss at the den. Achtung, Milbal. Huge welcome on the show now to show regular, Mr. Graham Payne. How are you doing, Graham? Uh, not too good after that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Graham and I, dear listeners, we both watch streams today for different reasons. Um, and I must admit, I, I'm kind of torn between feeling slightly guilty for not going, but feeling really pleased I didn't go there today. Um, 
Graham, that was dire. I've been trying to not overcook my words on online because it is the immediate aftermath of a 3-0 loss to Swansea. But that was diabolical. Um, you know, I, I personally draw a contrast between the, the Leeds result, mate, which was you know a poor loss, but up against a different calibre of side to Swansea. Swansea came into today in 21st position with an injury crisis. And we looked, well, I don't even know about second best. If they've been, you know, we were awful today. I don't know what to make of it. Well, it's just a continuation of uh, the home form under Rowett, isn't it? It's, you know, they've won one game all season. Yeah. Um, they, as you say, I think they were in the bottom three. And yet they strolled into our place today like they were, and like they were top of the league. It was, it was, it was absolutely diabolical. As soon as they got the first goal, I felt that's it. The game's over because we don't, we can't score a goal. And we can't finish for Toffee. We, 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 we. What chances we did create, and there, there were one or two, especially early in the in the game, where you had a half a chance perhaps, but we looked so off of it, um, Graham. I mean, we we just we could play for a month of Sundays. You, you, you hit the nail on the head. This is Gary Rowett's um, form this season. I think it's relegation form at the moment. I, I, I don't like to overreact because obviously the, in the realm of social media, everyone overreacts to stuff. But um, I just thought that looked like a no-hope performance because the, the players' heads drop. Um, one goal behind, which was a silly, silly penalty to give away. It was a clear tug. I don't think anyone can really argue with the, the decision. The way he took a referee took a moment or two to give it, I don't know. But it was a clear shirt pull. I don't think you can argue with the penalty. And that was pretty much game over there, Graham, from that point onwards. As I said, once they got the first goal, I thought, well, you know, you, you, you go in, you fit all oh, second half, you'll change it. All right, he brought Essay on um, and he brought... Who else? Yeah. He, but he brought someone else on at half-time because he took Norton Cuffey and Longman off, didn't he? Yeah, he um, he brought Essay on for Norton Cuffey, Joe Bryan for, for Ryan That's Longman. Joe Bryan. I thought we, we the quality of our crossing improved a touch. It was marginal, really. It wasn't that much yeah. difference, but you know that did improve. Um, but no, I mean, this 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 failure to ignite the den is going to be. Um, and I wanted to ask you to be honest with you because the obviously the the social media is alive and running tonight with um, Gary Rowett's uh, you know Rowett out. Um, whether we'll see that this week. We've got another game at Plymouth on Tuesday night and then another home fixture against Hull City, which uh, neither of those two games look easy, given the current, you know, dire state of affairs. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Graham, where, where do you stand? I, I, I've been driven to say get Rowett out. I don't like yeah. to say it. Um, it's been a long time coming for me, but I, I just, it was so bereft today of any ideas and any imagination. I can't see how it's going to change under his management. No, I mean, it, it, I'm with you. It's throw it out for me now. I've, I've held off, but no. And it, this home form, this started. This, this has been going on all this year from January. Mm. It's mm. been terrible. And you know, to lose, you've lost four nil, two three nils. You know, it, that's that, as you said earlier. I don't like over, you know, jumping in, but it no. is relegation form. I, you know, well, it is. You know, three home games already, and we're what? How many? We've had, what, how many games have we had? Separate, I can't uh, we've played nine overall. No, so I think yeah. home home feet. If you include the League Cup game, which was a four 0 yeah. drubbing by, you know, um, an under twenty one side, uh, 
Um, okay, in a competition that no one's really bothered about, but that's not really the point. But otherwise, we're taking real, real smacks on the nose here. I mean, the lead's free. No, that was a drubbing. You know, that was that was a decisive beating we took then. Today was a decisive beating. The difference being for me, Graham, that um, Swansea were okay in certain areas. They, they, they got the ball and passed it around, but they looked quite fragile in defence, and we have nothing to to pressure them to open them up we we don't have the, the the knowledge the ability the whatever i don't know what it what it um what you want to put it but we don't have any ability to open up a defense and they were there for the taking despite the three nil um scoreline as it finished well um, yeah i mean they're 21st in the league they've won one game all season yeah and you know they've come you know we we, we treat them like they were top of the league and it was, it was like Real Madrid have taken the field oh, against no. it. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I mean, they were knocking a ball about and we were just chasing shadows. And you think, hang on, this team are not top of the league. They're 21st in the league. Yeah. You know, we could also, make sure, make sure starting 11. I was reading their injury crisis. We, we moan a lot about our injury crisis. They, they've also got players out. So this was not a, a first choice starting 11. It was, whether you'd call it makeshift or not, I don't know, because they look pretty comfortable. But, how much of that is Millwall giving them time and space to pass the ball around and, and, and look like they're um, out for a Sunday afternoon stroll? And how much is them being that good? I, I don't know. Clearly, the league table doesn't doesn't lie. And, you know, they were 21st coming into this game. Um, I thought it was dire. I, 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 you know, I keep coming back to that word. Um, and as I've said today, and so I say to you, dear listeners, um, I don't like calling for people's jobs, but I don't know where we're going to go with this because I just can't see, I can't see how Gary Rowett can enliven this squad of players. They don't seem to believe in him anymore, uh, Graham. No, especially at home games, it just it's just completely and utterly gone there, isn't it? I mean, and it, it, he's got why is this problem? Why would he not pick George Savile, and why has he never given Harding a, a proper chance? He came on at Birmingham and it looked all right to me. Since then. Yeah, he's not been given a chance, and yet you know, and Savile's obviously he's obviously fell out with Savile because um, he um, he don't he, he don't get a look in now, does he? He's he's up, you know, this Campbell up, jury's out on him big time, I think. Yeah, I don't really see what we've gained with with Alan Campbell. He looked a little bit better at, at points today. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't over overstate that, listeners. But um, I think you're right. I mean, whether there's personal disputes, I mean. That's kind of the lifeblood of football clubs everywhere to, to some extent, Graham. I mean, every every football club, every player worth his salt thinks he should be playing and, you know, is unhappy when he's not been chosen. But I don't get the logic as to why we're, we're not playing Jules. One of our best players, you know, has, 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 um, has been a performer for us for some years, ever since he's been with us. I don't get that. Um, and we're also playing um, Nisbet up front. And... I don't think he looked on it today. I thought, you know, he had a couple of chances in front of goal. Um, didn't look particularly sharp and didn't look on 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 the ball for me today. And, you know, as we've, um, uh, you know, has been posted on online, he was uh, carrying a knock. And I wonder whether we've rushed him back slightly early rather than play the talent that we keep talking about, the Amarcus and, and the Essays. I, th- I think the, these kinds of decisions are what what will do for Gary Rowett because the results are starting to do the talking for him at the moment. I think the, I think the players have just had enough of it, to be honest. I mean, they're not; they're definitely not performing for him. And, no, you, no, they you know, uh, it, 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 It's obvious to see. I mean, Nesbitt, he looks all right. You know, as you say, maybe he was carrying a knock, but he, he looks cheesed off to me. He, you know, he, he, he don't 
I've never. He doesn't look like he's what he signed up for and what he's getting are two different things. Obviously, well, we missed we missed Tom Bradshaw today, but he's a very yeah. unique player in in his his workload rate and the industry. And you know there aren't many Tom Bradshaws around. So, um, but I think if we're going to try and use Nisbet as a, as a Tom Bradshaw, then that's a mistake because Nisbet is when he's on form and when he's fit. Because I don't think he was fit today um, personally. Yeah. He didn't look it. Um, some of the some of the shots, and we had opportunities at times through the game. But it just didn't look like the sharp uh, finisher that we've kind kind of seen so far since he's come down from Scotland. Um, but yeah, it's the, the whole. I can't really pick out. A, I don't know about a man in a match. The very phrase seems to be um, illogical <laughs> in the wake of a three 0 drubbing by the twenty first place team in the division. I mean, to look for some bright sparks, um, Ryan Leonard would always give you 100%. I think I would say that about him today. Um, the Bart looks rusty. The second goal was, that's the one that went underneath him, wasn't it, from the shot from distance. Um, that was poor. You, you can't really hide from that that kind of error. And in goal, your errors, you know, create goals, don't they? I mean, you go on, obviously, the, the goalkeeper he bought in was injury prone. He's picked up an injury yeah, and, you, you know uh, the, the squad. I know. Yeah, you know, with the forward, I know we tried to get uh, Kiefer more. We didn't get him. So now he, he Bradshaw's injured. So he's had to bring Nesbitt back because he won't give a marker a run up front. Maybe I don't know. The, the squad suddenly. I, I you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't think he's people. You know, a lot of people say oh, it's a strong squad. I, I'm not so sure. Maybe we'll see if if Rowett goes and someone else comes in. But, yeah, I think it's a confusion as to the style. I mean, the, the defence we've got, which is at the moment, is Jake Cooper, Murray Wallace, who was um, apparently spent the week not being, um, you know, available, and then suddenly was. And Ryan Leonard, which, who is a makeshift defender. You know, he's, he was always a midfielder rather than a defender. Um, I mean, there are limits to what you can ask those players to do. I mean, dear old Jake, you know, was gave away a very stupid penalty today. Tugging on the shirt when the man's through on goal in in the penalty area in front of the referee. I mean, uh, so I, I don't know what goes through players' heads sometimes. It must be an instinctive reaction just to grab Aldrin by any means necessary. But that was a clear cut penalty, and it was a, it was an unforced error in my opinion. Same with the second goal, unforced error. Um, the third goal late was a, was a decent move actually, but they had many in space inside the box, close range header, and that was that. Um, Booze all around the den. I don't know if you could hear it, uh, Graham, on your stream. It could certainly come over loud and clear on the on the uh, Mill TV stream that I was watching. Yeah, I was probably watching the same stream as you, mate. But yeah, and it, I mean, the ground was empty at the end anyway. But you know, I mean, but I, I don't know. As I think, you know, I think people, you know, someone was saying, right, you know, if that had been um, Holloway or Lomas, people would have been far. You know, but they've just they've just completely like not yeah. given up with it all. It's just so. He's just killed the whole thing down there with the crowd and everything. And people now, I think it just well, he has. I'm, I'm so he's got, he's got to go. I think it's best all round now. I, I believe so. Yeah, he's no, run I... his course, and maybe he should have gone in. I've said it again before on the pod. Maybe he should have gone in the summer. That Blackburn game, maybe that was his, you know, tipping point. And well, it was both his high point and his low point yeah. all in one, yeah. one ninety minute spell, wasn't it? The first half and then the second half. Yeah. Um, it seems it seems to me like that game watch actually is quite symbolic because it was kind of um, he, he seems to have a cap. I think we've said this a few times on these shows, like a glass ceiling or whatever way you want to 
put it. I think he can go so far as a manager, but I don't think he's top table management material. Um, you know, every oh, no disrespect to him either because he does a job that I couldn't do. But um, I'd say the same with Neil Harris. I think managers have their levels, and you can see how well Neil Harris is doing in in uh, League Two. But he he reached a, an end point in the championship. It was a very tough league, Graham. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're playing against some decent sides with money. And I just think that maybe a few times since Gary Rowett came to us, which was in 2019, he's kind of dug his way out of trouble. There was a, I mean, you know, I remember mentioning it loads of times, going up to Peterborough and the, the crowd are singing your your football is shit, Gary Rowett. You know, at Peterborough, it was a couple of years ago now, pre, pre-COVID, I think it was. Um, but he, he seems to have a knack to get himself out of the hole. But I don't know that. That, that ability to the escapology, like Harry Houdini, in the end, there's always a trick that beats Harry Houdini, isn't there? There's, you know, you, 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 I don't see him getting out of this particular um, locked safe this time, unfortunately. I think he's, he's reached the end of the line for me. And me. And that they were singing out today, the, the Gary Rowett, your football was shit. I don't know if you heard it on the stream, but... Okay, it came over. Yeah, it came over. Um, yeah. I think people run out of things to say. To yeah. I mean, it, it was shit today. Um, relegation form, as we've said already. Um, and if we, if we don't drop him soon, we've got, you know, we are in for a relegation fight. I, don't, I just don't see, I don't see the spark across the side. I don't see, um, I don't see the Millwall fire anywhere, Graham. I think that's no, the thing. I was, that's the really thing I really miss because... Yeah. You know, I wasn't overly fussed about not going today, listeners. I watched it on, on stream. Even then, I thought, I don't know why I'm watching this. I might as well go downstairs and, you know, um, watch whatever the wife's watching, which was like Bake Off or something, you know. <laughs> um, and that's that. that, that it's, it's a destructive thing because, for me, the only reason we, we, we all follow me all is because you look for the drama and you look for the big, the big moments and the big days. And I just don't see that we have that kind of squad well, that's only that kind of kind of manager at the moment. We we need something more. Um, so yeah, um, it remains to be seen. Obviously, how this how this works out. But um, no, I think he's reached the end of the line for me, mate. And um, sad to say it, but I think it's true. I totally agree with you, Nick. As I said, I think he has reached the end of the line. You know, it it, it can't carry on. This is, you know, it's just dire. Isn't it? No, you know, you've said it. You weren't bothered about missing today's game. No, no, I know, and that, you know. And that sums it all up. Someone like yourself has, you know, gone for years and years. And you, you go over to Millwall, you, you're not expecting to see the best team in the world, but you want a team that fights and plays for the badge. And they're not doing that. They're not doing I that. I would be happy. I mean, personally, I mean, other people might have a different viewpoint. On it. I, don't, I don't really seek success at Millwall. We've never been a successful club. I kind of want to be, largely speaking, I want to watch a team that wins most of their home games reasonably with a bit of pizzazz, you know, a reasonable brand of attacking football away from home where we'll, we'll see what we get. You, you win, you lose. But largely speaking, Graham, I don't know if you'd agree with this. If, you know, if you could give me a meal where we win as many as we lose and we, we finish up um, in mid-table, but the home games are normally fairly exciting affairs and, you know, you feel like you've been to the den. I'm probably a happy boy, really. That's that's kind of all I want. I'm not really this. There's this very modern football thing that you've you've got to be educated in the ways of the game, and that somehow there's some deeper level, uh, a, a, almost a Pep Guardiola kind of let you feel like you're being lectured. Uh, that the game should be played in a certain way, but it 
the football at Millwall is now so fucking boring that <laughs> I, I can't be asked of it. Can you? No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, the more and more the, the, the Premier League, I'm just turning it off. I don't, I don't think I've watched, maybe, I think I've watched one game this season because I just, it just, I don't know, it just, just can't, I just don't like it anymore. So no. you're right. You want, you want to go over Millwall and you want to be entertained. And as you say, if they win as many as they lose, and that do me as well, you know, that's... I mean, away from home, you take your chances. Everyone knows that when we travel northwards, it's probably going to be a late winner for the other side. You know, it's just how it's always been. But um, I think at the den, there's a, there's a, an expectation, and I don't think it's unreasonable, that we take the game to the opposition at home. You bring the crowd into it. He doesn't have a clue on how to bring the crowd into the game. And that's been an increasing problem for him, in certainly this season. Um, and for large chunks of all of his seasons, really, he, he kind of um, gets on little runs, doesn't he? Um, where you start to get the fire in the belly back, and then it all goes flat. You know, he's, he's, he's like a um, like a fireman almost putting out a, a rubbish bin fire somewhere. It looks spectacular for a moment, then it all gets dampened down, and that's that. Yeah, you get there we are again, and it's you know. Flat, isn't it? That's, he can't. Well, Leeds was a good example. I mean, everyone yeah. that's, that's left messages on here and other, other on online, other shows and whatnot, so the same thing. How flat the atmosphere was at the Millwall versus Leeds game. Well, yeah. that's not the point of Millwall, you know. Um, to some level, I, I, I get that you've got to play winning uh, tactics that hopefully is a winning football, but even that's run out on him now. So, um, away game at uh, Plymouth Tuesday night, and then at home next Saturday to Hull City. Um, big week for him. If he doesn't go today, I think they'll probably keep him in place until after the next couple of results. Uh, knowing Gary Rowett, he'll probably pull off a win or something. <laughs> but my faith in him is my faith in him is gone. It's it's um, Even if we win at Plymouth and even if we beat Hull, I don't have any faith in him as a as a man manager. I don't see it. That's 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 the problem. I imagine that's the same for the squad. You know, so it's a coming to a part of the ways. It's the only way, as you say. Like, he could probably get a win on Tuesday night at Plymouth. He probably will do. Probably and then you come Saturday at Hull, it'll be another. Uh, <laughs> Your uh, football's uh, all right again. Yeah, no, yeah. there we are. Yeah. Yeah. Nice stuff, Graham. Thank you for joining me, mate. Um, yeah. Really appreciate it. Saturday, we're speaking in the immediate aftermath of the game. Very little time to absorb what we've seen listeners so um hopefully um that that you'll in, will have enjoyed what we've uh what we produced um and we'll be back after that midweek game um at plymouth so thank you to uh, graham Payne. thank you graham cheers nick and thank you to you too dear listeners for tuning in until the next edition of actung mill it's a river dirty mill bye for now Achtung, the answer to today's question, dear listeners, you thought I'd forgotten, didn't you? I haven't forgotten. The question was, um, a Uruguayan striker played with Luis Suarez in a quarter-final against Ghana. He took one of the um, post-match penalties. It was a one-all draw. He was known as El Loco and took a decisive spot kick, scoring an audacious Panenka, played for a ludicrous 31 clubs across 11 different countries. I didn't have a clue who this player was. The answer to today's question, today's pundit.co.uk question is Sebastian Abreu. Sebastian Abreu played for Uruguay in 2010 in a World Cup quarterfinal versus Ghana. One all, uh, finished 5-3 on penalties. The decisive kick being taken by one Sebastian Abreu. Do check out punditgames.co.uk. It's an excellent quiz game. Selling a little? Or a lot. <laughs> 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.